and welcome to another enthralling episode of the That's a Good Point podcast. Thank you. This is episode eight of season six. As always, this is Dion, and today I'm here with... I'm back. <laughs> Who that? Marnie. John's here. And Earl. All right. Hopefully you are one of our loyal fans, a pointer, and you know what we're about to do if this is your first time. Well, be prepared to be both educated and entertained. Or edutained. We're going to rank some things by having each item on a list ballot out. Mono e mono. One on one. Head to head. And then we use our ranking matrix or prioritizing grid. Nice job. Thank you. And we're going to tell you what the best item is. We do love to hear from you, whether you agree or disagree, or have good ideas about what a list is we could rank. So check us out on social media, Instagram and or Twitter. At, that's a good point one. Point! No T at the end of the point, just P-O-I-N, the number one. Uh, last week on our podcast, we ranked desserts. I do have to say today, I had a piece of pie with ice cream on it. Two of my favorites. So you got I, 33% of the desserts right there. Yep, I enjoyed it very much. So. Math, mathematics over there, 33%. Math is good. Uh, one day we'll have to do a podcast where we rank our favorite number. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Yes. Mm. Uh, the old now four. Now you got me thinking. Yeah, what's your favorite number? I like four. Thirty number. 33 is one of my favorites. Well, that's true. We did. We did we rank numbers. We kind of ranked numbers. We did rank numbers. Go ago. back a couple weeks ago and we ranked some Jersey numbers. This week we'll be ranking movies about bands or musical artists. So we had to narrow that down a little bit. So first of all, actual bands like that existed. So things like Almost Famous or That Thing You Do. That are very popular music movies. Those are about fictitious or bands. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Uh, Spinal Tap actually, Blues Brothers, Spinal Tap have albums yeah, and they have songs, but we ruled them out because they're a band because of the movie, right? More than the movie was because of the band, right? right. Makes sense. I don't know. Um, so <clears throat> there's also movies by the Beatles. They made A Hard Day's Night, Help. There's a few other ones, but that wasn't really like the story of the band. That was just them kind of jacking around and making a movie out of it. And That's what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like what we do every week on yeah, That's yeah. a Good Point. Right. That wouldn't be a... If we just recorded us right now, that's a, not a movie about our life. It's just us screwing around. So. Yeah, it's a movie about my life. You're going to a little more exciting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight of your week every week. Is Irv spends all week researching I just, just my house and... and don't really leave. And the, <laughs> yep. the alarm goes off. Time to go record a podcast. I'm so excited. So these are called, what are they called? Biopics, right? Mm-hmm. So here, I'm going to, a little biopic? confession. I thought it was biopic for the longest time. I've heard it pronounced that way. Biopic? Biopic. I, I, in fairness, Bio, actually, biogra- I've heard it pronounced that way. I, really? I actually yes. have two. Huh. Biographical. I, okay. I always call it biopic. It like, sounds I think they say call it <laughs> a biopic. Biopic. A biopic. Biopic because you're pronouncing the two first parts of the biographical Biograph- picture. Picture, yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. I've heard biopic. I've heard biopic too. Uh, the biopic. The old biopic. So, this old biopic or biopic category about a band, semi biographical. Obviously, all uh, the directors and writers take some artistic liberties when they do this you have things that may or may not have happened uh, but we had to do some cuts so some cuts first of all one of my favorites La Bamba from 1987 about Richie Valens Lou Diamond Phillips is in there Um, gets fairly highly rated I like that one I do too never seen it 
great movie. It probably ends in Iowa, right? It yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, I know how the story ends, yeah. so sorry yeah. for the spoilers. With a coin flip. It's kind of like... Yeah, yeah, him and... Was it Waylon Jennings? Waylon Jennings, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Titanic, the boat sinks at the end of La Bamba. Sorry. Richie, Richie Valens dies, so we're wrecking <laughs> movies here today. Um, another one, The Dirt. It's about Motley Crue yeah. from 2019. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly plays uh, Tommy Lee in that, right? Yes, he does. And, really? And, yeah. and FYI, maybe don't watch it with your teenage Yeah, kid. I've heard it's pretty raunchy, yeah, but it's, yeah. that's based on a book they wrote. It gets railed yeah. by critics. But if you look at fan rankings of this movie, it's good. It's, one, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of the highest it's rated movies. It's extremely entertaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't like know it. Machine Gun Kelly played. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Tommy Lee. Other ones that got cut. Great Balls of Fire. That's about uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Dennis Quaid stars in that one from 1989. Uh, Winona Ryder and Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. in that movie. We cut What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm, that's, that's a, a very one. critically acclaimed, gets a lot of credit about uh, Tina Turner and Ike Turner, yeah. Angela Bassett, Lawrence Fishburner in that one. Oh, that's a good, it's a good, good cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get On Up. I've not seen it, but heard a lot of good stuff about it. Chadwick Boseman plays James Brown. That's one I yes. want to see. Me too. Yeah. I haven't seen that one either. Viola Davis is in that. Uh, Dan her. Aykroyd has a part in that. It gets decent ratings and, and reviews. So, um, Selena, about... Selena, you probably wouldn't know who she was if a she hadn't died and then b right. they made a movie about her with J Lo. It came out like yeah. right, right, not after, long after yeah. she died. I think she was murdered in 1995, and this movie was in 1997. And wasn't yeah. that J Lo like one of her first one big her, yep. things? Yes. Uh, yeah, Edward James almost is in that. Yeah, movie I remember well, that. So. It's it's a really good movie actually. Yeah. Um, the movie Jersey Boys that's well, about the Four Seasons. Uh, Clint Eastwood directs that yes. movie. The, all the guys that play like the members of the band I don't so think are real. The four seasons like summer, fall. Yeah, I was winter. four seasonings like salt, pepper, salt and pepper. Okay. <laughs> salt and pepper. Oh, wow. they they need a a yeah, we do. We need a, we need yeah. a salt and pepper story. Or a biopic. <laughs> but there is, there is like some minor roles like Christopher Walken's in it. Uh, Steve Sherpa's and he plays uh, in The Sopranos. What's his? Uh, Bobby Bacala. Yeah, he's Bobby Bacala. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, He's in that movie, but the guys that play like actual singers, I don't recognize. The, them, so. the guy, I'm pretty sure that the guy that plays Frankie Valley in the movie played him on Broadway. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which that that came out, the movie came out after the Broadway musical. The Broadway musical is better than the yes, movie. Yes, I've heard still, all good things about the yeah. musical. So, um, the movie Respect just came out in 2021. Jennifer Hudson plays Aretha, Frank, I mean, Aretha Franklin. Sorry, go ahead. No, just. It? Go ahead. Thinking about no on uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. R E S B E G C. He totally spells it wrong. Yeah. And, like, oh, and, oh my like God, Andy Dwyer. Yeah. Misheard song lyric. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Wyatt's like, yeah, that's not how it's spelled. Like he's just totally trying. To, it's by Aretha Frank- Franklin. That's yeah. what he said. And then right now in theaters, there's the movie Elvis. Is that about Elvis Costello or yes. Elvis Presley? Elvis Gerback. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback for the 49ers, yeah. Um, I don't know the guy who plays Elvis. I know Tom Hanks is in the movie, and it's been reviewed really well. And but did he maybe produce it also, Tom probably. Hanks? Probably. I, I don't know. Yeah, he plays yeah. Colonel Tom Parker, I think. Okay. Elvis's manager. Yep. Yeah. So those are some of our cuts, and I'm sure there's some that we didn't even think about that probably. you probably could. Yeah. If, if so, let us know. But our list that we're going to rank today, in no particular order, number one, The Doors. Number two, Straight Outta Compton. Number three, Rocket Man. 
Number four, Ray. Number five, Walk the Line. And number six, Bohemian Rhapsody. So. It's going to be tough. You ready to do some rankings? <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's start talking some our way through this. Rankings. All right. Um, John, why don't you lead us off? You want a little info on the doors, yeah. huh? Doors and straight out of Compton is going to be the first matchup. So okay, so yeah, I looked into both of these a little bit. The Doors was released back in way back in 1991. It's it's about the same age as Irv. Uh, well, I was born in 1991, so. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I, I don't know what time of year it was sure. released. Yeah, so yeah. it could have been after. You're it might be a little younger. Than you. I am a spring birthday. We won't reveal exactly. <laughs> Um, some of the better known actors in this, Val Kilmer plays Jim Morrison, Meg Ryan plays his girlfriend, can't remember her name. Pam. 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 Yeah. The silent. Uh, I did find the little known fact, uh, John Densmore, who was the drummer for The Doors, is actually in the movie too as a, an engineer in a music session, so not a That's big cool. part. But he was about the only member of the band that was interested in helping put this together. Because obviously Jim Morrison dead. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert. Um, Ray Manzarek was the keyboard player. He didn't really want to have much to do with it, especially when you found out Oliver Stone was directing it. Um, and then Robbie Krieger was kind of the other way. He liked Oliver Stone, but didn't like some other aspects of it. Um, so they were very mixed about making this. And Oliver Stone, for those of you who don't know, isn't necessarily known for his truth-telling. Sure. He tends to yeah. bend things quite a bit. Uh, probably the most famous example is JFK when he made that. It Wait. only grossed $34 million in the theater, and it cost about $32 million to make, so they didn't make a ton of money on it. You trying to tell me there's stuff in JFK that wasn't really? There might be a couple things, depending right. on how you look at it. <laughs> um, Val point of view. Yeah. Val Kilmer spent a ton of time preparing for this movie trying to perfect the different looks of Jim Morrison throughout the years and mimicking his sound and the singing. Uh, he actually performs on this, um, and I think he does a really good job of being Jim Morrison. So yeah. um, Dion put together some information, 7.2 rating on IMDb. Didn't fare so well on the tomato meter or on the Metascore on Metacritic. Uh, Those are based on the critics, though. Like sure. Critics so not critically. Is IMDb more the fans? IMDb is fan, mostly fans. It's all fans, actually. The Rotten Tomato is your audience ranking, and then your tomato meter and metascore are based more on what critics think. Okay. So it had mixed reviews for sure, um, and probably still does to an extent. Straight Outta Compton is 2015, and it's all about... NWA and the formation of NWA and not really a lot of stars in this movie. O'Shea Jackson Jr. has become a pretty big name and that is actually Ice Cube's son who played Ice Cube in the movie. I don't understand why isn't he Ice Cube Jr. then? Like, <laughs> You know, I don't know. There is <laughs> Easy E's son goes by Easy E Jr. Does he really? He, he does. does. <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, no. Little Easy E is little. what it is. That's is it little it is. or is it little? Little. I think it's little. It's probably little. <laughs> like little smash. Yeah. Um, Paul Giamatti is in it. He plays Jerry Heller, their yeah. manager, and he's probably the biggest name actor yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Did you know he was the son of the old baseball commissioner, Bart Giamatti? No. Bart Giamatti Fun died. Fact. He was in office during like the yeah. 89 World Series, the Giants and yeah, A's yeah, with yeah. the Earthquake. That's his kid? His kid is Paul Giamatti. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. 
the more you know. Uh-huh. Most people, everyone else listening is like, Bart Giamatti? Commissioner yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm saying that, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. That's, I'm kind of impressed. That's a good factoid there. This like, movie was, I guess, endorsed more by the band. Ice Cube and Dr. Dre were producers on the film. MC Ren and DJ Yellow, they were creative consultants. Um, and it was a box office success, $201 million. Before, was DJ Yellow, office. was he Mellow Yellow? Or? Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. He's probably the least known NWA member. Yes, I don't know I who that think. is. So. Um, it was actually filmed in Compton and Los Angeles, so kind of on location. Uh, Jerry Heller filed a lawsuit afterwards because he thought he was portrayed poorly wow. and that a lot of the... <laughs> A lot of the content was taken out of his autobiography without his permission, but I don't see how that could happen when you also had people that were actually there right. advising. And it, the case was dismissed in 2018. Was nominated for best original screenplay at the Academy Awards. So, and John's a big. I, I do. <laughs> these are big the only. Fan. These are I the like only. Listening to NWA. These are the only sure. two that didn't win an Oscar. The other four movies on our list all won at least one Oscar. However, when you total up critic fan rankings, the highest rated movie is in this matchup. That surprised me. Yeah. I mean, it's. When I saw you put that together. Audiences love it, and for the most part, critics really liked it, even though it didn't win an Oscar. Yeah. Or did get nominated, though. So, John, you're going to lead us off straight out of Compton, is going to take on The Doors. Yeah, so this. For once, I actually made a ranking pre-show. Oh, nice. Um, I'm not going to necessarily say where these fit in that ranking yet. Sure. But I will say that Straight Out of Compton, I think, is a more entertaining movie than The Doors. The Doors loses my attention sometimes. I think there's some fast-forwardable parts. There's some psychedelic weirdo stuff yeah, that goes on. Yeah, I'm not on really that. into that. Yeah, I'd yeah. Rather oh, watch. Kind of pictured you as a kind of. <laughs> I'd rather watch NWA tear up a hotel room and yeah, get yeah. angry at each other and yeah, stuff like that. So I'm gonna go with Straight Out of Compton. Earth. I am uh, nice. I'm actually gonna back up that play there. I'm gonna go with Straight Out of Compton as well. I. Um, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, what I thought was interesting about Straight Outta Compton is I felt as the movie went along, like Easy e starts off as the primary guy and you felt like he was the star of the movie. And then as Dr. Dre became bigger or as Ice Cube was battling with them, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like their focus turned in the movie. And I, I appreciated the, the almost like you could feel like those people were then the main character of the movie. And so That's I, a good point. And mm-hmm. then it kind of all came back around at the end, obviously, a little bit. And so I thoroughly enjoyed that. Even though NWA would not be my type of music necessarily, I very much enjoyed it. Another thing I've noticed in watching these movies is they're all longer movies. So you made the comment, like, Doors Lose Your Attention. It's a two-hour and 20-minute movie. So is Straight Outta Compton. A lot of them are minimum two-hour movies, and I guess I don't know the runtime, which one's the shortest, but well, I, I think, yeah, I think Walk the Lines, to, or, sorry, yeah, I mean, well, you said that already, sorry, we'd already, never mind, um, I, I was, I thought we'd It's all right, Irv. We've already struggling. revealed our list. Yeah. We have revealed yeah. our list, but uh, I just meant, like, that they're all longer movies, and I think that's a good thing, because I think you're trying to encompass more there, mm-hmm. uh, and, and encapsulate more, but, like, I don't... I don't know that they always keep your attention the whole time either. So, sure. with all these, so then it comes down to, and you said that you've said this, the music, mm-hmm. and if you aren't a big fan of that band, 
then maybe the music doesn't capture your attention. Well, and, I, and I'm trying to keep that out of it for me personally. Like, yeah. I would rather listen probably to The Doors than NWA, but I still thought Straight Outta Compton was a better, a movie. better movie. Yeah. Marnie? Um, so I loved The Doors in college. Um, yes, I'm that old, Irv, that I was in college. <laughs> um, but it is... Um, <laughs> is a, I, I, I loved it, but I get the point of it's Oliver Stone and you might... Not everybody likes him. Right. But yeah. I think what he was trying to portray in the movie was viewing it in the way that they lived their lives. So, it's good... Uh, but I, I, and I love Straight Outta Compton too. I think The Doors, you need to probably watch it under the influence of things to <laughs> enjoy it better. To be just like the yeah, actors. So or, yeah. I also am going to go with Straight Outta Compton. All right. That'll be a sweet Long for. I, I will <laughs> say, like, when Compton. I thought about these, because Irv made the point, it's hard to separate the music from the movie. Yeah. And right. I think you have to to an extent, but yes. I think that's yeah. also part Yeah, that's of part the of the thing. movie. That's part of the movie. Yeah. So I came up with four categories that I tried to think about with each of these, and that was accuracy, because I think accuracy is a piece of it. Agreed. That's true. How much did I learn about the band or the singer through the movie it, and doing Googling? Yeah. Right, when you go with accuracy, though, like there's a lot of, especially stuff from, you think about the Doors time, like... Yeah. We do, how, we can't how, do we, how do we really know right. yes. who's telling the truth right. and what actually happened? But a lot of these did have, like, Straight Outta Compton had people that were there involved with the making yes. of the movies, yep, so yep, then you can yeah. get some of that. Right. So I looked at accuracy, what I learned, and then I did look at the music from that artist within the movie, because I feel like you have to hit their hits yes. in order for it to really be a music biopic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just overall, how well did it all fit together? Was the length appropriate? Did they go through things at the appropriate pace? So those were kind of the four areas I looked at when I thought about it. Yeah. That would have been good information to share with us prior to the recording. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, I want you guys to use your own imaginations. <laughs> I'm, I'm also sitting this one out. I don't know if people caught on to that, but I definitely would have voted for the doors there. You guys are all wrong. Just kidding. I would have voted for Straight Outta Compton. Irv, you're going to lead us off. This would be Doors versus Rocket Man. Do you have some information to share with us about the movie Rocket Man about <clears throat> Elton Rocket John? Man. Sir Elton John, released in 2019, starring Taron Egerton. Is that mm-hmm. what I saying that yeah. right? As Elton John, directed by Dexter Fletcher. Musical fantasy. Did you say Dexter Fletcher? Yeah. Oh, the, wow. The. <laughs> it was Dexter Fowler. <laughs> uh,. Musical fantasy about Elton John, his breakthrough years, struggles, so on and so forth. Gross $96.3 million at the box office. IMD of 7.3, 89% of the tomato meter, 88% audience score, 69 meta score, and a user score of 7.4. Definitely a very trippy movie, kind of like a, it can break out into that musical more so than some of these other ones. Is this that ought to go well with The Doors. Man. As you yeah. say, is this the matchup of the two trippiest movies, The Doors Probably. and Rocket Man? Probably. It's very colorful. Yeah, yeah. Very Probably colorful. the least sequential. Yeah. Well, The Doors is sequential, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was just thinking. That's well, and I feel point. like The Doors is more of a bummer, whereas I feel like where Rocket Man's like... I, I can't say that definitively, but, you know, I, I feel like Rocket Man's like... Well, it's him trying to come to grips with his life and who he is. Well, and they all have that side of, because they're true stories, that of bad things, because everybody has some bad things that happen to them. Nobody's life is perfect. So they all have that some form of bad. Don't you think that's what makes it cinema, though, too? Yes, right, yeah. 
Absolutely. We got to highlight what crap they went through Absolutely. and then how they overcame it and then how they still struggled with this over here. Yeah. And like, I just feel like that's good movies. Yeah. And it's what sells. For so. sure. Yeah. What's that? Is that for sure? Yeah. So Whether it's I, a biopic or not. Yeah. What, what yeah what whatever we're talking do. about, that's what makes it. Yes. And a dis- discussion we had right before we started recording is some of these artists are just weird, but that's kind of what makes them artistic. It Co- makes them correct. really good at what they do is that they're not like everybody else. They're, right. They've got something very unique about their personality or their life or whatever. Sure. So, so Irv, you lead us off. This is Doors versus Rocket Man. Doors versus Rocket Man. Yep. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Rocket Man here. I think I've said actually on the last time... Marty was on the podcast, talked about like musical preferences growing up, like what we listened to in the Irving household. And mm-hmm. Elton John is a big one for, for my family. Um, when I watched that movie, my mom was like, call me afterwards. I want you to tell me what you thought of it because she's a huge Elton John fan. And like the end of the movie, when he sings, I'm still standing, like mm-hmm. just how. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that had a lot of symbolism to it. Yeah. Just like all the things he's overcome, like his family was kind of rotten to him. And. Mm-hmm. He probably earned some of that a little bit, but also some of it came from things that he didn't have control over, and so he overcame a lot, overcame all the drug issues, whatever, and I, I liked the ending of that movie. It was like, it kind of was a little feel-good, you know, at the end yeah. of that. So I, I'm i going to go with Rocket Man. That was pretty much a blow by, like, exactly how the music video went for that song, yes. too. Like, they reenacted it almost yes. perfectly. So I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the whole setup of the movie, him sitting in there basically spilling his guts to a, a, you know, AA group or whatever, and, like, he... In his costume. In his costume, and, like, and then as time goes on, he... Yeah, I I thought the way that movie went was very cool. I also appreciated the everyone sort of break out in the song, it's like, okay, it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit, you know, yeah. and so... Well, it, you would leave this movie feeling good, whereas when yeah. you watch The Doors... I mean, it's a true story. Jim Morrison died of a heroin overdose or a heart failure, I guess. Was <laughs> right, yeah, right. The technical. And so, yeah, that movie's over, and it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, Marnie? So, yeah, I. it's interesting because I came in here thinking I was going to rank the doors a lot higher, but I'm not. It's going to be the Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Rocket Man. Sure. John? Uh, I'm going to go Rocket Man, too. I, I, I like the, you mentioned, Irv, the costume thing and how... As the movie went on, he kind of peeled back the layers of his life, and his costume went that way, too. He took yeah. the little horns off and the wings off and kind of became Reggie a little yeah. bit. All right, our next matchup. Marnie, you're going to off. This is The Doors. We'll take on Ray. Did you have some information I, on the movie, I Ray? I do. It was released in 2004. Um, it has a 79% Rotten Tomato score, 7.7 IMDb. And a 73% Metacritic. It grossed $124.7 million. Nominated for six Oscars. Um, Jamie Foxx won Best Actor. He also... The Oscar for Best Actor. He also won the Golden Globe, the BAFTA, the Screen Actors Guild, and the Critics' Choice, making him the second actor to win all five major awards for the same performance. Wow. Wow. Um, It also won, like, sound mixing or something. It did not win... Um, picture of the year that year it went to Million Dollar Baby but Jamie Foxx plays Ray Kerry Washington plays his wife um, Terrence Howard Regina King are both in it and this is Ray Charles right 
Right, Ray okay. Charles. I should have specified. <laughs> um, and Ray did die about four months before the movie was released, but he saw like the pre-version of it, not the final cut. Sure. Um, Jamie Foxx played the piano in all scenes. He wore eye prosthetics um, made partially of silicone that made him actually blind for while he was filming wow. the show, which is pretty interesting. It's really interesting. getting into your character. Yeah. yeah. Um, Denzel Washington was originally slated, passed on the project. Huh. Oh, man. Yeah, and oh, um, no studio was interested in making the movie once they released, or once they were about to release it, then Universal stepped up to the plate. But um, a little, um, some critic choice things. Uh, Robert Ebert... Uh, everybody knows who Heard that him. is. Yes, he said Roger. Roger what did I say, I Robert? Robert. <laughs> Roger. Roger. Sorry. Maybe um, Robert. Robert. Brother. It's his Twin. lesser known brother. <laughs> <laughs> he said the movie would be worth seeing simply for the sound of the music and the sight of Jamie Foxx performing it. That it looks deeper and gives us a sense of the man himself is what makes it special. So, um, that's a little bit about Ray. Excellent. And you're voting first, Doris versus Ray. Yeah, so love both these um, show movies and both the artists, but I'm going to go with Ray because when I watched that movie, I kind of forgot that it wasn't Ray Charles. Yeah, that's Jamie true. Fox I mean, he, Jamie Foxx was role. amazing. We have a couple so. of those, a few of those on here on this list, yeah. though, which I think which is what makes them great movies. Yes. Is the true. People that true. played those characters really did a good job of being those characters. Yeah. John? I didn't know much about Ray Charles until I watched this, and I had, I didn't, hadn't seen this till about a week, two weeks ago. Um, and I thought it was really good, and I learned a lot. Uh, I think you mentioned how Ray Charles was involved with the early stages of it. I think that leads to probably a little better accuracy with what happened, yeah. so I'm going to go Ray as well. And when I look... One additional thing before uh, Irv votes. I did look, and they said there were some inaccuracies, but mm-hmm. not as many as other movies. And you're going to get that with all Absolutely. of these movies are going to have some things twisted or bent. Because like they said, they're making a movie, not a documentary. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you said Ray? I yep. said Ray. Give it the sweep. I think Ray is fantastic movie. I think, um, you know, Denzel Washington was originally cited, you said? Yep. Denzel's a far superior actor to Jamie Foxx but like I can't see Me Denzel either. in that role I think I don't how much singing does Jamie Foxx do I mean does he do like all the I mean like he doesn't do, okay so he doesn't actually do the singing in the movie but he was sampled singing as Ray Charles in two songs after the movie came out one by Ludacris and then obviously Gold Digger yeah. by Kanye yeah. that's actually Jamie singing and yeah. he he is a talented singer, or at least mm-hmm. he sounds. I mean, I think, he's rec- singer. I think I mean, he like, has an album. Yeah, right, so I much more likely to believe him being there. And like uh, John, you talk about not knowing much about Ray Charles. I mean, my experiences with Ray Charles are: uh, remember, he's in the Blues Brothers, yep. and yeah. then in <laughs> yeah. uh, I love the song "Mess Around" from yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when John Candy's like, "Do the mess." I thought you were gonna say uh, Pepsi uh, commercials. Well, that's what I remember. But, from. Yeah. But I, I very much enjoyed Ray. So, yeah, I would go with Ray as well. Give it the sweet. Jimmy, Jimmy Fox came a long way from Booty Call. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, Irv, you probably haven't seen Booty Call? No. Oh, classic Jamie Fox. Ray Charles is, <laughs> We did an episode of Johnny Cash songs, and Ray Charles is one of the people that did a cover of Ring of Fire, and yeah. it's pretty cool. And speaking of Johnny Cash, Johnny, you lead us off. It's going to be The Doors versus Walk the Line. 
Irv, I think you have some information on Walk the Line. Yeah, released in 2005, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash, uh, Reese Witherspoon as June Carter, directed by James Mangold. Um, movie about a, a young Johnny Cash from his beginnings in Memphis all the way through the Folsom Prison stuff and beyond, and just kind of his, um, again, it's as we've talked about, it's kind of their struggles, right, and what they go through and their ups and downs. Grossed $119.5 million at the box office, 7.8 IMDb, 82% tomato meter, 90% audience score, 72 is the meta score, and a user score of 8.3. Um, so that's Walk the Line. Did you know that uh, Shooter Jennings played Wayland Jennings? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Another yes. little tidbit. Yeah. I, I, Joaquin Phoenix is good in this movie, but I think Reese Witherspoon steals the show. Yeah, she's great. Um, I, I've always liked this movie. I think it's a pretty good one, and the fact that all their hits are in it too, all Johnny Cash's hits are there. Um, I it, it moves at a faster pace, I think, than The Doors does. So I'm going to go with Walk the Line. A couple things I like about Walk the Line. One, Johnny and June picked these two out, and so like again, we talked about with Ray Charles having his input on yeah. Ray, and then like I feel like. Johnny and June had their input on Walk the Line, and I really appreciate that. I did that. not know that they yeah, picked they, the Yeah, they, they were like, cool. yeah, we want them to be in on this. And so, and then the fact that those two sing, and I, I'm sure they're doctored up in the studio, just as anyone would sure. be, you know, that's not a professional singer. But there are versions of those songs by Joaquin and Reese, or just by Joaquin, that I might be sometimes more inclined to listen to than the Johnny Cash version. Yeah. Um, obviously not Agreed. saying they're bigger than Johnny Cash, or bigger than... June was, but uh, we talked about that in our Johnny Cash episode yep. with Star One Seven Cullen with uh, "It Ain't Me, Babe." Right, yep. it was yeah. the duet version, and I we used the Reese and Joaquin version. Yep. I very much enjoyed that. So I this one, I will be honest, it's gonna be hard to beat for me today. I, I'm gonna listen to good points, but the mix of just the greatness of the movie and then Johnny Cash being one of my favorites, this is. Um, yeah, this is a no-brainer for me, so walk the line. And when you add the, you say it'd be hard for you to beat, when you add up like what the critics and fans think, this is the second highest rated one mm-hmm. of all the movies. Yeah. It did only win one Oscar compared to one of ours, and it's four, the other one two. Yeah. Barney, what's your vote here? Um, we're doing doors. Anyway. Doors, walk the line, that's correct, yes. Thanks, Barney. Give me the Lucky Charms Award. I'm also going to go with walk the line, um, just, I think that their singing is awesome as well, and yeah. Yep. That. John? I voted you, first. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to make sure you remembered. Yeah, uh, Do you just, remember what your vote was? I voted for Walk the Line. <laughs> All right, our last matchup. Irby. I could have mixed it up that time yeah. and really <laughs> chaos into the system. Wait, how do we get four votes here? Uh, Irv, you're yep. going to lead us off. It's going to be Doors versus Bohemian Rhapsody. So we need a little information on that. On uh, yes, Rhapsody. I can give you that information. Excellent. It is the story of the legendary British rock band Queen and lead singer Freddie Mercury leading up to their famous performance at Live Aid. It was released in 2018. Rami Malek is um, Freddie Mercury. He won an Oscar, right? He did. He won the Best Actor. He won the BAFTA. He won the Golden Globe and the Screen Actors mm-hmm. for that performance. It also won Best Film Editing, Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, and it won the Golden Globe for Best Drama. Grossed $910 million, 60% Rotten Tomato score, 7.9 IMDb, 49% Metacritic. Um, the voice in the movie is a combination of Freddie, Rami, and um, Mark Martell from Canada, I oh, guess. Mark. 
Sure. I mean, he's pretty famous. He's from Canada, right? Yeah, he's from yeah, Canada. I said that. <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> um, Sasha Baron Cohen was originally slated to play Freddie Mercury. Oh, that would have been yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's picturing Borat. Is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did not win the best picture. It won the best drama at Golden Globes, but the best picture that year for the Oscars went to Green Book. Um, so the problem with this one, per the critics, is there's lots of timeline inaccuracies and lots of embellishments of things. Um, they felt like his family was misrepresented. They felt like the his HIV was misrepresented. In the movie, they kind of the band has a falling out and they come back together for Live Aid. That wasn't true, um, but they did say that the it wasn't live, true that they had a falling out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Live Aid performance was very accurate, historically yes. accurate. Yes. And there's a lot of if you watch the movie, you see a lot of Pepsi. Um, he's drinking out of a Pepsi cup. There's a lot of Pepsi and. Apparently, Pepsi sponsored Live Aid, so that was all very. So <laughs> when I watched this, I did that. I got the Live Aid yeah. show up and the movie up, and I was kind of going back yeah. and forth. And you're right. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's very cool, um, and that that performance is is regarded as one of the best live performances by Queen. So yeah, um, that's my little tidbit of information. Well, I do think it's weird. I mean, of all the movies are ranking, this one is one that got hammered the most by critics. Yes. But it's loved by fans, and it won four Oscars. Yeah. I mean, it won twice as many Oscars as the next one on our right. list. So obviously it was a good movie, but for whatever reason, critics found enough to give it a low enough score. Oh, I also have two more little fun facts real quick. Ooh, fun facts? So um, they had, obviously, Rami had fake teeth. Yep. Um, he kept those and cast them in gold and has them sitting on a shelf somewhere in his house. Okay. I, got and, I would probably do the same thing. Yep. And then Adam Lambert, who is touring right now with Queen as their lead singer, has a cameo in the movie. Okay. As the truck driver that he hooks up with at the... And John, Brian May is a dentist, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> you ever hear back from Brian May? Oh, we tweeted at him. We never heard back from him. Come on, Brian. Come on, Dr. May. So wherever you lead us off... Astrophysicist, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Irvis is the doors. I, if he was a dentist, he could have fixed, fixed his teeth. Yes, fixed yes. His teeth. I'm telling you, one of them was a dentist, though, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. No, that's no, right. I, I don't no, know. I think you're right. I'm, I'm I think like the drummer or something. Okay, still, they failed Freddy. I, I think you're Why didn't they fix Freddy's yeah. teeth? Yeah. Isn't that Little Shop of Horrors you're thinking of? Right? No, I'm not on the dentist. We said this last time, they all have some sort of degree in something, it seems like. Yeah. Okay, so I think... The last time we talked about this, like, I originally was talking, I think, to Marnie about this. Like, at first I was a little annoyed with the movie because I felt like it just was focused on Freddy. Yeah. But the, excuse me, you have to go, like, read the description. No, it's about him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a Queen movie. No. It is a Freddie Mercury movie. Yeah. And so when I re-shifted my thought process on that, and then his little redemption arc, and yes, as we've stated, a lot of these are... Um, they take some liberties with what actually happened. It made for a good movie, and um, I appreciated all of that. And I, I thought it was all really good. And I like Queen a lot, so I, I'm gonna go with Bohemian Rhapsody over The Doors. Excellent, Marnie. Uh, so I own copies of all of these movies, 
love this one so much I have two accidentally. Okay. <laughs> um, so if anybody ever wants to borrow one, let me know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody. Sure. John? Yeah, I'm going to go Bohemian Rhapsody as well with the sweep. And we know where that's going to put the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to come back and revisit the doors at the end and see if any of our cuts could have maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. The Doors sure. is a good movie. It I think is. my big I'm... my big complaint is just it drags a little bit sure. for yeah. me. I think. Yeah. If it's... it would have had a different director, maybe it would have been. That's a good point. Well, it's also I mean, it's the oldest movie yes. on our list by a lot. Right. I mean, what's the next? Is Walk the Line the next? No, probably uh, Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray would have been. Been. But that was still but that's, yeah. 13 years later. Yeah. All right, Marty, you're going to off. We're going to keep her moving around yep. here. Keep her moving. Uh, straight out of Compton, taking on Rocket Man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Wolf, huh? uh, Yeah. <laughs> we, we had the easy round to begin with, oh, and now no. it's time to get to work. Gosh, okay. These are, it's going to be hard. Um, I'm going to go with Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. John? Oh boy, yeah. Um, my, like I said, all mo- all of these movies have issues with them. My issue with Straight Outta Compton is I felt like it moved at a fairly logical pace, and then about an hour and forty minutes in, it just went into warp speed. And before yeah. you know it, Dr. Dre is part of Death Row, and then leaving and creating aftermath, and it happens like that. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. They should have had straight out of Compton part one and part two. Uh, yeah, kept the same pace, or, or just left the end of that out of it. I don't. Sure. I don't know if it was super yeah. important that you got to. I think maybe Dr. Dre leaving you, NWA. You're maybe making me sway my vote. Form Death Row. <laughs> Rocket Man, however, I learned a lot. I didn't know anything about Bernie Topin. Mm-hmm. Is that? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Had no idea. Who that guy was until I watched the movie and started looking him up. I got a little distracted by some of the musical type scenes, like Elton John at a piano, and all of a sudden he's floating in air. And I know they're not <laughs> documentaries. He floated it's more in of a air musical all the time, type thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, obviously um, never seen him in concert. <laughs> I think though, I prefer the story and the straightforwardness a little more of straight out of competence so I'm going to go there. All right. It's just the musical aspect I think that yeah. drives me away from Rocket Man a little bit. Irv? I'm going to go Rocket Man here and I I just I like the way that movie went. It, it for me it held my attention more. John, you made a really good point though. I hadn't thought about it quite like that, but now that I'm thinking back like it was very logical going through straight out of Compton, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah. like everything just happens so darn quick. It does. Yeah, it does. And I kind of get why they included Doctor Dre doing the aftermath thing, but like because they needed to show him was kind of because Shugna is. I think the death row thing is, they needed to do. That's, yeah, because that's him getting away from NWA. But I thought they could have tied that up a little quicker and yeah. not gone to him leaving death row because that's like after the fact right. i mean i guess he was maybe inspired to do that by easy E's death yeah. a little bit maybe. i think so just because i think yeah the whole thing kind of brought them all kind of back so maybe. together a little bit but yeah, yeah. anyway all right straight out of camp we'll take we have a tie the there no, straight you guys all oh shoot yeah. okay morning already voted john yeah. earlier soft straight out of Compton we'll take on ray huh okay I thought this one was going to be easy, but it's more difficult than I thought it would be. Easy E? Uh, good one. Um, 
I think my issue, my only issue with Ray, the flashback scenes got a little distracting from time to time, but it did play into the overall relationship between him and his family, which is important. But I think, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is where the Irv thing, the music versus the movie plays into it, because I definitely like the music of NWA better than the music of Ray. Sure. Um, movie so wise, use that as your tiebreaker then, if you need to. What's that? Yeah. Like, use that as a tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah that might be. So I'm going to try to keep her moving, and I'm going to go with Straight Outta Compton. Sure, Irv. So these are these are actually fairly close for me. Um, but using the tiebreaker as the the music, I think I'd personally rather listen to Ray Charles, so I'm going to go with Ray. All right, Marty, it's high to you. I'm going to go with Ray because, again, I forgot it wasn't actually Ray Charles. That's a good point. Yep. All right, Irving, this off straight out of Compton's going to take on Walk the Line. I'll just mark you down for straight out of Compton here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm going to tell you right now, since you're up first, yeah. make some good points because these are my 1 and 1A. One sure. So, um, look, it's no secret I'm a big fan of Johnny Cash. Um, I think Walk the Line, I, I will say this, I, I really like Straight Outta Compton. But I for me, Walk the Line and like when it did it, like that and Ray were both earlier. Like obviously The Doors, we already just got done like saying, maybe it was almost too early. Yeah. But then these two, like, excuse me, Ray and Walk the Line were a little more like your, they kind of maybe rebooted that whole genre a little mm-hmm. bit, you could say, I guess. And so I liked Walk the Line. I Again, I, I liked that Johnny and June had an investment in it. And so I, for me, it's Walk the Line. I also just, the music, so... I'm, I would agree with you. I'm going to go with Walk the Line also because I do think that there's probably people that um, started listening to Johnny Cash because they saw the movie. Oh, yeah. Where probably, I mean, there may be some people that, like, I feel like Walk the Line all genre, are all generations. NWA, Straight Outta Compton's not going to yeah. appeal to the older. Love the movie, love NWA, but it's just, I. I'm going to go with Walk the Line. I appreciate you not calling me older. That's You're good. welcome. I'm <laughs> <older than> you. <laughs> yeah, th- these were 1 and 1A, one and I didn't really have them in a specific order. Um, I like that both of these movies moved pretty quick, mm-hmm. and they're pretty easy to watch. I like that in both movies, the people that they were about had a lot of say in what was going on. Yeah. Um, I think that's what helps make them really good movies. But I'm going to go ahead and give Walk the Line the sweep. Nice. All right. Marnie, you're going to lead us off. It's going to be straight out of Compton. It's going to take on Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, okay. Gosh, it's just getting harder. But I'm going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody. I just watched it, and I felt good the whole... I, I just... It's a feel-good movie to me. John? This one's not all that difficult for me. I think Straight Outta Compton's just the better movie. Um, I... The Bohemian Rhapsody movie is good, but it's kind of just a blow-by-blow, play-by-play. And I didn't... You get a little... To Mark Earth's point earlier, I do think it's a lot more about Freddie Mercury than than him. And you get into his life where I like the fact that you brought up a straight out of Compton kind of shifts who the focus is on throughout the movie. So I'm going to go with that. Mm -hmm. Irv, tie to you. Um... I'm gonna go with Bohemian Rhapsody. I again, I think it comes down to like I think they're both really good movies. What I'll say for Straight Outta Compton too, and again, different day might be able to be talked into it again. Like 
I appreciate just the nooks and crannies that it got into of all their lives a little mm-hmm. bit, like Dre's brother, and I don't know if that's true or not. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't looked into any of those things. So, like, I think maybe if I had more of an investment in, like, those details, maybe I, it would go different. So I, I, But right now, today, I'm going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody. All right, that'll give it the win. John, here you lead us off. It's going to be Rocketman versus Ray. Uh, Ray. Rocketman. Ray. Ray will win that one. Irving, you lead us off. This is Rocket Man versus Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Marnie? Uh, walk the Line. John? Walk the Line. Marnie, you lead us off. Rocket Man versus Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, so these two are very similar for me. Um, I'm going to go with Rocket <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, John. <laughs> um, this one, they do fall in this. It's a similar, similar era for yes. sure. Um, I feel like I learned more and was more entertained by Rocket Man, so I'm going there. Earth Rocket Man. John, you lead us off. It's gonna be Ray versus Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Guac Blonde. Ray. And then Irving lead us off. Ray versus Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Ray. I'm on Ray with this one. All right. In our last matchup, Marnie, you lead us off. Walk the Line versus Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm going to go Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Walk the Line. Walk the Line. I feel like we're a little bit all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we with things. we kind of are all over the place. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do some tabulating. You guys have a fun conversation here. <laughs> so thinking back to some of them that were left off, including La Bamba, The Dirt, Great Balls of Fire, What's Love Got to Do with It, Get On Up, Selena, Jersey Boys, Respect. You think anything could have overtaken the Doors? I've only ever seen The Dirt out of those, so I gotta. I would have to watch more of those. Yeah. Um... I personally, I think that what's love got to do with it is a fantastic okay. movie. Um, I would have probably ranked that higher than the door. I, you didn't think shocking. that coming I did in, not, did you? I did not think that coming in, but that is a really good movie. And honestly, Selena was a really good movie, and I didn't know anything about her prior to watching that movie. I I the think we could have probably found one that I maybe more than one that I would have probably yeah. ranked higher than the Doors. But the Doors is pretty well known. I feel uh-huh. like, especially to People age maybe 40 and up. Right. Um, I don't know. Irv, probably not a lot of people your age have seen The Doors. Probably not. And I, I, think, I think it needed the nod, though. I think yeah. it needed to be on the list. I, I do think Val Kilmer did an awesome job oh, he playing was Jim great Morrison. In it. I, yeah. I think it's one of those that's, again, like when we talk about this, whatever ends up our number six with any list we do, this is one of those where I still feel like had it not been in that six, I feel like we would have been doing a, a disservice or an yeah. injustice. Yeah. I'm... I'm I'm comfortable that being number six, even though it didn't get votes. Me too. Yeah, yeah. That's so it's a good point. Uh, that's me personally, but I and maybe other people out there would feel differently. But I think I think this was the right six. Yeah. So for the listeners, what we're planning on doing off the air when we're done with this is putting together a playlist of our favorite songs from each of these six artists. So that'll be a twenty-four song playlist that we'll try to find a way to shoot out to you shortly after the episode gets released 
and you um, will not be disappointed. Oh, it'll be a great playlist. Absolutely. I'm pretty certain. You know, 24 songs, maybe we'll throw a couple extras on there just for fun. Yeah. Sometimes, like, Spotify will make suggestions, and it's like, oh, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. good one, yeah, too. We can't leave that song. off. I mean, really, Johnny Cash. I mean, right. leading it to four songs. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Woof. We, had, we got it to five. What was the yeah. last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago? All right, I got some results here. Uh, not we've You already said this, but sixth place was The Doors, and maybe some other of those movies could have taken over. And then we had a three-way tie. What? So they all beat each other. However, you can go back to total votes. And so our fifth place movie is Rocket Man. Our fourth place movie is Straight Out of Compton, which I think is kind of an upset because it's as good, if not yeah. better, than yeah. all of these on here. Um, then third place is Bohemian Rhapsody. So then second place, you probably already knew this, the championship vote was Ray versus Walk the Line. Second place is Ray. First place is Walk the Line. So, so that's with a those, pretty good With list. the Rocket Man, Bohemian Rhapsody, and... Um, straight out of Compton. I kind of can see how we were kind of all over the yeah, place with those because yeah. sometimes I would change my vote. So right, yeah, right. and it depends on what you guys say. How does that fit in with what you would have thought, Dion? If I was voting, I probably would have had the Doors last, like everybody else. And I have to admit that I've never seen Rocket Man, so it would have been down the list for me. I've only seen bits and pieces of Ray, and so then. You've got to go with my top three. It would have been Walk the Line, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Straight Outta Compton in some order. Um, but I don't know how I would have voted, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Happy with that? That list? I think yeah. this is a yeah. good list. I mean, you can't complain about that. So. No. no that was a good list. Those, those were some tough matchups. Yeah, very sure. tough voting on that one. So, Marty, thanks for joining us. As Thank always. you, guys. So, Go out if you've not seen these biopics or biopics about bands. Get out there and listen Check them to out. them. Yep. Uh, look on social media here coming up soon. We'll have a playlist for you. We're going to go to Spotify. If you yeah, we'll Spotify it out. Excellent. So, until next time, adios.